the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. We got a feline fracas. Jacksonville take it on Cincinnati in the Queen City of Ohio along the muddy waters of the Ohio River. Uh, the line in this game, Lundy, between AFC foes is Cincinnati minus 7.5 with a total of 46. Uh, please, amigo, give me a game score prediction uh, as well as who you're going to have on the side if you're willing to sprinkle in a little action on this hashtag Tequila Thursday. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh Some injuries in Cincinnati's secondary make me think that maybe, maybe we might see something out of uh, Trevor Lawrence. All I'm looking for at this point is like a one-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio. Brad, I'm not really looking for anything more than that. I don't need a two-to-one. I don't need a three-to-one. I just want to see the kid throw as many touchdowns as he does picks. And maybe, (laughs) maybe tonight that happens. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm on the over um, uh, in this contest. I'm going to call it 27-23. I'm staying away from the spread. I don't like the spread in this one. Um, But I actually think there's going to be some points in this one. And I think it could be because if and this is a big if I know, folks, if Jacksonville can take advantage of the fact that you got a couple of injuries there in the Bengals secondary and can somehow keep this so that Cincinnati has to keep uh, uh, trying on offense, for lack of a better way to put it, um, I think they're going to get over this total. So call it 27, 23. I'm not touching the spread on a bet tonight, but I do have money on the over at 46. Uh, I do like the over myself. Uh, I think it's going to be 30 to 20 Cincinnati in the end. So I got it at 50. Um, Look, the back door is always wide open uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're constantly chasing the scoreboard. And I think that's going to be the case. Remember, they just traded away their best DB, C.J. Henderson, to the Carolina Panthers for Dan Arnold in a third round pick. So uh, this team is already thinking about, okay, how can we accelerate and expedite us maybe getting the number one overall pick yet again? Uh, well, let's go ahead and deal Henderson and uh, ensure that we're going to be on the wrong side of the ledger in 99.9% of the games this season. So, uh, again, though, I, I I do fear the back door, so I, I'm with you. I'm not going to lay the chalk here on the 7.5 because Captain Hook, me mateys, he could come in and stab us in the back. But I, I feel good that this game's going to have some pew, 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 shootout appeal, some sneaky shootout appeal, uh, knowing the shortcomings defensively in both secondary so there you go uh we're both on the over uh yet we're staying away from cincinnati laying the seven and a half with that on this hashtag tequila thursday bartender pour us another edition of the fade five number five all right lenny admittedly i probably should have moved this selection up uh into my top two player props of the night uh i've really grown very fond of this and the line has shifted i got it at 24 and a half now it's up to 25 and a half and i'm still taking the over that's on jamar chase over longest catch in terms of yardage they got a 25 and a half minus 120 right now at DraftKings, and i still feel good about it look at what chase has done so far remember that devastating case of dropsies he had early on. Well, I think Carl Pickens donated his hands to Chase before the regular season began. And as a result, he's been catching everything in sight. Uh, he has got his rhythm. He has got his flow. He has got his companionship on the field with Joe Burrow back. And it has been spectacular in action. Uh, he's had at least one 30-yard catch in every single game so far this season. 
uh, 34 in game number one, 42 in game number two, and then last week he had a 50-yard bomb uh, that went for six. He scored it every single game. We talked about the anytime touchdown for him yesterday. Still a plus 100, mind you, at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Uh, he's top five in dot, top seven in yards per target at 13.75. Uh, wide receiver 19 in yak per reception, and the Jags giving up 9.26 pass yards per attempt, and his primary adversary in this game, Shaq Griffin, surrendering 13.5 yards per catch. So, Pull it all together, man. Uh, I think he's going to catch another bomb from Burrow and get over this. Hell, this could be the first play of the game. Fade or follow? Uh, follow all day long. As you said, we, this is one you and I have been talking about off the pod, now on the pod. This, is a, this I think, is a good play. And, by the way, uh, folks, don't be scared by the fact that it went to 25 and a half. Take it anyway. I, yeah. think, the catch is gonna, I think the catch will be in the 30s, Brad. Yeah, um, me too. So I think you're going to be comfortably over this, and I agree with you. It could happen. Maybe not first play of the game, although it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I think it happens. It, I think it'll happen before halftime. So I think this will be a ticket everybody's feeling good about and rolling into the second half, maybe uh, taking some of your profits and uh, deciding to do some live bets tonight. Ooh, Daddy like. Daddy liked that quite a bit. Chase the over with the rookie wide receiver. Number four. Uh, from one rookie to the other and on the other side of the ball, how about Trevor Lawrence? And, you know, full disclosure here, Lundy, I'm middling. And for those people that do not understand what that term means, his line on rush yards opened at 29.5 on DraftKings. Uh, that was inflated. It was ballooned, and I smashed the under on it. And then it plummeted. It went to 20.5 and 16.5, and, and it is now bottomed out at 14.5, and, and I took the over. So, in other words, I won it in between 15 and 29 yards so I can cash both tickets. And, uh, you know, for the sake of those that maybe not – uh, got in on that early under action. I still love the over on the 14 and a half rush yards. Like Urban Myers come out and said, hey, hey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you've got opportunistic legs. Uh, you ran an RPO-based scheme uh, with the Clemson Tigers. We're going to work in some of that into the offense in Darrell Bevel's system, and we want you to go out there and try to you know, move the chains with your legs. And he is, you know, called, uh, you know, taking that call and has uh, called his number Often here the last couple of weeks is he's gone over 20 yards in back-to-back games uh, against Denver and Arizona. Uh, you look at the pressure percentage, uh, QB 17, so he's not been under intense duress, which is a good thing for him. But Cincinnati is number four in total sacks this season with 10. So I think it's another three, four rush attempts for Trevor Lawrence, and I think he'll coast past the 14 and a half and hopefully land in that sweet spot for yours truly. But for the sake of this wager, fade or follow over 14.5 rush yards for Trevor Lawrence at minus 115 at DraftKings. I'm just picturing you as one of those gifts where somebody just racks their nuts right on a fence, you know, one <laughs> leg on balls. each side. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing with this bet, except instead of being in massive pain, you will yes. uh, be smiling. I, I like yes. this. I, I think you actually found the sweet spot there in terms of where he's going to wind up finishing. Uh, I definitely like the over on the 14 and a half. Now we just have to hope that there isn't some sort of uh, a late game scramble or something that happens that uh, pushes him up over where you need him to be because then you will be uh, sort of cartoonish, almost Wiley Coyote-esque uh, as that uh, fence gets you right in the jewel. Yeah, my huevos would be slightly deflated if Trevor Lord screws me over. Don't do it to me. Number three. All right, let's stick with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's talk about Trevor Lawrence is probably his favorite target on this team. You know, a lot of people expected it might be DJ Shark or LaVisca Chenault. 
Uh, but that is not the case. Uh, right now, it's actually Marvin Jones. Uh, but this number is too high. I'm going to take the under on 70.5 receiving yards. A little heavy juice here at minus 140 at DraftKings, but I'm willing to pay it. This line has been all over the place, Lundy. Uh, it opened at 64.5, jumped to 71.5, slid back to 67.5, and now has uh, you know climbed back to that 70.5 number, which I think is just too high. I think somewhere in the mid-60s is about right for him. Uh, but he's only gone over this number once in three games. He had 70-70 yards in week one, followed up with 55-62. and 62. He has seen a nice and handsome target share, 24.6% of the team's looks. He's number 15 in completed air yards, but you get Trey Waynes back in coverage. Uh, he has not played uh, all season long for the Cincinnati secondary. Eli Apple, you know, he has been overly generous so far this year, giving up a 64.3 catch rate, 91.4 pass rating. So you mentioned this secondary possibly being vulnerable for the Bengals, but I can't justify Jones uh, getting over the 70-yard mark. Again, I think it's like 5 for 65, something along that line for him in this matchup. So fade or follow Marvin Jones, under 70.5 yards, minus 140 at DK. I am passing on this one, but unfortunately, <laughs> the way this podcast works, you force me to make a damn decision, yes, so I I'll am. follow. But I will tell you that this is a bet I would actually stay away from. This is not one that I want to make. You talked about how it bounces around. I think he's going to finish somewhere in that 65, 68 range, which means this 70 and a half number is too uncomfortable for me to be able to take an under because, you know, you get one missed tackle if, in fact, we're dealing with what we expect uh, with the Cincinnati uh, secondary and he breaks it off, grabs an extra seven, eight yards after contact, and now all of a sudden we're up over this 70. So this is one, frankly, I don't like this bet for tonight, but for purposes of what you're talking about, my gut says he finishes in those upper 60s and stays just barely tucked underneath this number, but not a bet that I'm going to put any of my cash on. Oh, hashtag team reasons for Lundy there. Not a very emphatic uh, fade or follow, but... Uh, to your own devices there. That's uh, okay. I'm still Lundy. busy laughing at this visual of you landing on a fence post. <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay. You know, you can make fun of me all you want. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm praying that you don't uh, get it right in the jewels here over the course of the evening. Ooh, it tickles. Uh, with that, <laughs> let's go ahead and stick around for our top picks on Thursday night football between Cincinnati and Jacksonville plus Bonus time in the MLB. Number two. All right, getting back after it, the Battle of the Cats here. Uh, let's look at James Robinson of the Jacksonville Jaguars, a pride of Illinois State, just up the road here from uh, my abode in Muhammad, Illinois. Uh, I'm going to take the under here on the former Illinois State Redbird, 53-and-a-half rush yards, and has now climbed to at FanDuel at minus 114. Why the under? Well, look, Robinson has had a sudden resurgence. Uh, he has seen an increase in snap share, an increase in opportunity share each of the first three weeks of the season. But you look at this Bengals. They are robust up front. 3.0 yards per carry allowed. Just 58 rush yards per game surrendered to the running back position. Dalvin Cook on 20 attempts. Had 61 rush yards. David Montgomery, the exact same line. 61 rush yards on 20 attempts. Uh, and then last week, Najee Harris on 14 carries, just 40 yards. I don't think the volume is going to be there. I think this is going to be a 12-carry game. I think he's going to be right around 46, 47 rush yards there in the end. I know he is RB4 in the act per attempt. I know he is averaging 
a very attractive 5.9 yards per touch. But I think this Bengals D-line, Lundy, they're for real now if we follow the rule of three with that sample size. So fade or follow, James Robinson under 53.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings going to definitely follow on this one um i think that if he's going to get yards they're going to have to try to get him to catch it out of the backfield because that front line for cincinnati is going to lock things down um and and keep him from being able to do a whole lot on the ground so i think if they can get creative in how they use him uh, remember this is a guy that in you know in my opinion should be somewhere in the 20 to 21 touch per game uh range that's what we saw uh when he's kind of splashed onto the scene in 2020 that's what they need out of him i just don't think it's going to be you know 15 carries and 16 catches I think it's going to lean a little more towards trying to get it out of the backfield to him because I think that's the only opportunity they're going to have this Cincinnati front is going to shut him down yes sir and you might see James Robinson again or hear that name in bonus time stick around for that number one all right from one running back to the other running back let's talk about Joe Mixon and I'm fixing to take the over on 19.5 rush attempts at minus 120 at season Sportsbook. Now, full disclosure, and this is what we constantly preach here on the Faith of Noise podcast, I got it at 18.5 when the line opened, and I saw that, and I could not believe it. The salivary glands immediately started to trigger Lundy, and so did my finger, because I was just smashing the over on my keyboard, uh, making sure I got that bet in. But even at 19.5, I still think he's going to hit the 20 rush attempt mark. Look, uh, so far this season, 29 carries, 20 carries, 18 carries. If we are anticipating a positive game script here uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, which I think is entirely realistic. Mixon's going to get ball to belly at least uh, two zero times. A guy that is number two right now among all running backs in the NFL, an opportunity share at 86% Jacksonville, giving up 138.3 total yards per game of the running back position. And Mixon himself has been a ground and pounder, netting 3.10 yards after contact per attempt. So, Again, give me the over. 19 and a half rush attempts with my favorite bets on the board on Joe Mixon, minus 120 at Caesars Sportsbook. Fade or follow? Follow all day long. You talked about the uh, yardage that they're giving up to the running back position. Also, a buck 15.3 just on the ground alone. Yeah. Uh, is what Jacksonville has done so far through the first three games. So, yes, uh, I think they're going to continue to give him ball to belly. And, oh, you like to tease ahead. Mm-hmm. We'll see Mr. Mixon again here in a moment. Oh, well, let's go ahead and get to that for the big payoff. It's bonus <laughs> time, Lundy. Oh, you naughty, dirty little boy. Quit teasing me. Please share. Uh, now I'm just going to kick you in the jewels. That's what it is. No, uh, let me give you, uh, let me give you a couple, one of them from yesterday. Let me remind you, if you missed yesterday's podcast, I am on Virginia plus five and a half tonight against Miami. I will also tell you, I've got a half a unit on Virginia straight up on the money line to win this one. I do not trust the Canes at all. By the way, Miami so far, 0-3 against the spread uh, this season. Speaking uh, of uh, Mr. Mixon, I, I'm just having some fun with this one, Brad. This is kind of a TYG, as I like to call it, trust your gut special. I can get Joe Mixon for two touchdowns mm. at plus 370 at mm. FanDuel. And I think Jacksonville is a little too forgiving. And I could see Mixon uh, splashing six twice. So I'm not going crazy with it. But if that juice against this particular defense, I'm going to take it at plus 370 for him to have two touchdowns. And uh, let's 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 cross sport, Brad. Let's do it. Just because Cincinnati on the money line tonight is like minus 857,000 or something like that. It's just, you know, I mean, I might be exaggerating 
slightly, but uh, it's a really ridiculous. I think they're minus 320. So I am taking the Bengals on the money line and the Red Sox on the run line uh, at minus uh, one and a half. Uh. Why? Why? Alex Wells will be on the mound uh, opposite the Red Sox. Let me give you his stat line for the month of September in the four games he has appeared in as we get ready to put a bow on this particular month. 18 innings, 23 hits, 15 earned runs, and he's given up six round trippers. He has sucked in the month of September. Uh, Boston, obviously, as we are going towards these final four days of the MLB season, uh, they have uh, they have a lot to be able to play for as they roll towards postseason. Uh, and I think they are going to pound Alex Wells uh, into the clubhouse. And because of that, I'm willing to take Boston on that run line. And like I said, if I put that together with the Bengals on the money line, I get myself to a plus 121. Uh, I like that one quite a bit. I thought maybe you were going to throw in the St. Louis Cardinals after uh, their 17-game win streak was snapped. Man, you want to talk about a special September down there in Duluth. Uh, that has certainly been the case for that club. But I like to call the Red Sox there. Uh, going back to the Thursday night football matchup uh, on the NFL gridiron. Give me the over on James Robinson receptions. Three and a half. Now, I got it at two and a half. I got in early. But even at three and a half, I would still jump in on this wager. Minus 105. It's a lighter juice at Caesar Sportsbook. It at Robinson, 34 routes in week one against Houston, followed up with 16 against Denver and 18 against Arizona, and that resulted in three catches, three catches, six catches last week against the Cardinals. And uh, what did Cincinnati give up to Najee Harris? I still think Harris is catching balls <laughs> last week in that matchup. It was 14. 14. It's crazy. Uh, he had 19 targets in a game, which is just mind-blowing to me. So uh, James Robinson, again, if it, especially if it's a negative game, script in this one this could be a four five six catch game overall for him and then finally joe burrow give me the over one and a half passing touchdowns heavy juice at minus 169 so maybe if you want to reduce the juice do a cross border slap it together with the red sox slap it together with the cardinals whatever you want to do maybe virginia to reduce it and get seduced by that juice by all means do so Uh, but i think burrow finds the end zone for at least two times in the fourth straight game. Again, he's done it, uh, you know, at least two TDs in each of the first three. Uh, his adjusted completion percentage is up from last year. It's at 76.7% so far this season and an 83.3 red zone completion percentage. I mentioned the shortcomings of this Jag secondary. And again, the numbers here, they've given up five touchdowns, 9.26 YPA, 311.7 pass yards per game to signal callers this season. And that is a wrap. On this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast, please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, fade or follow, that is up to you. Fade the Noise.